Hi there, and welcome to the Pearls from My Mom podcast. Every mom has special pearls of wisdom she passes on to her kids. In this podcast, we'll be talking about those pearls of wisdom, as well as the life lessons that our moms have passed down to us. We will be sharing to keep the legacy alive. Hello, hello, and welcome to Pearls from My Mom, the podcast. My name's Jesse. I'm your host, and it is 2018. This is my first episode of 2018. It is the 13th episode of my podcast. You may have noticed if you've been listening since the beginning, I took a little break. There was holidays. I had the stomach flu. There were 12 people in my house for Christmas. It was insane. So I had some time off for myself, and here we are, 2018, ready to rock. For my first episode of 2018 and my 13th episode of the show, I thought I'd do something a little bit different. Uh, If you are a regular listener of the show, you know that I generally interview people who have lost their mothers. We talk about their favorite pearls of wisdom from her, uh, advice for people that are grieving. I, I have them tell stories. We laugh. We cry. It's a beautiful thing. And I love that format. And next week, I have a great episode that's in that format for you. But to th- this week, I wanted to air something that I had recorded a while back, something that when I decided to do it, I just thought it would be very interesting to people, the types of people that listen to my show. Um, most of the people that I've talked to that have lost a loved one have either been interested in or actually gone and seen a psychic medium to connect with their loved one. And I have never done that. I've always been curious about it. I've seen it on TV. I've you know read little things here and there, but I didn't know much about it. And I'm a pretty open-minded person. So, you know, I thought I would really like to talk to a psychic medium and find out, you know, what it is that they do, how their gift works, and see if, you know, they could answer some questions for me. I never in my wildest dreams would have thought that it was such a controversial topic. When I asked some people on a few of my podcaster friend Facebook groups if they had any questions they would want to ask a psychic I was pretty surprised at some of the really, you know, salty uh, responses that I got. And I I really had no idea that that people were so against psychics, that there are people in the world that are are super against psychic mediums. Um, So I am, this is not, you know, I'm not a journalist. I'm not here to like attack her with questions or anything like that. I do ask her some questions that are, you know, what some people would want to know about legitimacy and things like that. But um, if you are in the camp that you don't believe that there's anything out there like this and that it couldn't possibly exist and you hate the fact that I'm doing this episode, then maybe you can skip this one. Um, maybe it's not for you. Uh, you know, I, I just thought it would be interesting for people like myself who are curious. I'm a, I'm really inquisitive. I want to know, you know, as many things as I can about things that I don't know. So I'm trying to learn every day. So if that is where you're at with psychic mediums, give her a listen. She's really, she seems like she's a really amazing gal. Her name is Anne and she's a psychic medium who is local to here in Ottawa. So let's just jump in. Let's talk to Anne. Let's ask her some questions. Hey, Anne, how's it going? Hi, I'm great. And yourself? I'm doing awesome. Thank you for asking. And thanks for being here today. I'm really excited to talk to you. This is a this is something I've been very curious about something I'm very interested in. Oh, I'm really excited to be here too. Yeah, well, good. So let's just kind of jump right into it. The proper way to address you, I guess it would be psychic medium. Is that correct? Yeah, I guess that would be the correct terminology. Okay, so is there I guess I think for a lot of listeners, they're not exactly sure what a psychic medium is or what you do. So can you give us like an overview of of what it is that you do? 
Um, basically, I connect to, um, like, my specialty is connecting through channeling um, through to your loved ones that have passed away. Um, so basically, I would get images or voices um, that would whisper, and I would then give you the message that I'm being given through um, card readings. It's spirit that's guiding your reading. And I would do the whole tarot layout. Sometimes we need to use the tarot cards. And it's pretty amazing when we don't have to. Um, spirit comes through and starts the reading um, throughout your whole process from beginning to end when you're shuffling the cards, laying out the decks, um, and choosing your deck. Um, once I start reading, uh, I pick up my book and I look at the words. Words will pop out for me and highlight and they'll be bold. So I know that that's the direction that I'm going for a reading. So um, being that it's spirit guided, it's usually a loved one or a spirit guide that's guiding your reading. Uh, sometimes spirit decides that, hey, you need to hear about this and this and this and that instead of what you're really wanting to hear about. So they'll usually allow you a bit of time to hear about what you really want to hear about, but then they'll come in and they'll take over the show and basically tell you what you really need to know. Um, and that's usually also driven, like I said, uh, through spirit. Uh, channeling is more of um, me connecting to a loved one, a mother, a father, a child, a cousin, a brother, a friend, um, who wants to communicate with you and um, validate to you that they're here and they're still in your everyday um, situations. Okay. So basically what you're saying is that it's two kind of different scenarios, like, a, or, or is it maybe like a channeling is, you know, you get a chance to talk with somebody's or, you know, get messages from somebody's loved one and then you can convey that to them. And then the reading, you use the cards and other different things to, to help you get that message out. Is that, am I, am I getting that correctly? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So Does it make sense? Yeah, I think so. I think <laughs> okay. so. I mean, as we go through, we'll kind of clarify a little bit more. So how does it work? Like, does somebody, I mean, because you do this professionally, right? Like you have a, you got a website, you, I've seen your testimonials and things like that on Facebook. So people seem to enjoy what you're doing. So first of all, congratulations on building a, you know, a career around that. That's awesome. Um, Thank you. So this is something you do professionally. So what does somebody do if they're kind of lost and they want to connect with a loved one, but they don't know where to start and they, you know, they happen to stumble upon you or, or another psychic medium, what would their process be? Um, processes to talk to the person to see if they're legit. If the person's actually digging out information, like, okay, so let's say um, in a situation that you do have information online about your loved one that passed away. Yeah, somebody like yeah, me. Right? Yeah, let's say like me, right? Like I've got a whole website and a blog and everything devoted to my mom. So like. Exactly. Just in that situation. So let's say you sit down with this person and this person starts saying very obvious things that they could have read off of your blog or website. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, 
then you second guess that because they're not giving you anything that's off of that. Um, spirit will often take um, personal um, situations and refer them back. Um, do you remember when we built a snowman? And then they'll explain the day and what you did. Or do you remember a certain piece of jewelry that was given to you or a special day? They'll always give you something to let you know that it's them. So you always have to make sure that the psychic is able to give you that. If, if the psychic's not able to give you those concrete um, situations, then it, it's really not a psychic. Okay. Yeah, and I definitely want to get into a little bit more about how we can kind of tell because I, I think that you so you would agree that there are people out there that are legit and people out there that are not legit. A hundred percent. As there are in most professions. So I definitely want to get into that. But let's kind of figure out a, a little bit about your background. So is there can you tell us about, you know, how do you know that this is your how how like when did you discover this? Give us a little bit more about your story. Um, well, okay. Um, growing up, I didn't have an easy life. Um, and my father actually passed away right before my third birthday. And that's when I started, um, noticing things that were different around me. And I was able to talk to people that were not necessarily in the room, Mm -hmm. (laughs) at least to others. Um, I started having conversations with random people. And once my mother started noticing that, she'd have her friends come over and I would sit there and I would talk to her friends and say, oh, well, this person says this and this and that. And then they'd say who? And then I'd either give out a name or an initial or I'd describe them. And then they'd end up crying. Well, I didn't understand why at the time because I was too little. Mm-hmm. All I knew is that I was making them cry. <clears throat> and, but it was okay because they were realizing that their loved one was actually in the room with us. Um, as, as things progressed in my life, um, it just became a very strong um, attribute that I had. And I just developed from there. It got stronger and stronger. And I seem to be reading all my friends as I grew up and connecting them to all their loved ones. And it was always a very powerful thing. I, I could see that. So, well, first of all, I'm sorry about to hear about your dad. That's awful. So this was something that you've known, you know, for a long time since you were little. Yeah. I see. And and when, so you said you, you just, you didn't know why you knew that you were making people cry. Did it ever make you hesitate to want to share with people or do, like when, especially when you were little, uh, when you were first kind of discovering it, did it ever make you want to hide it or anything like that? Um, I think that I did hesitate for a little bit on um, making these connections because I didn't realize why I was making people cry and nobody would explain it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I grew up in my teenage years, it just became very natural. And, and I would like be with friends and I would start talking to friends about, you know, spirit and they would immediately want to know more. So, I mean, that gave me the strength to keep going with my gift. I guess it empowered me knowing that 
people actually cared about what I was going through and what I was experiencing. Mm -hmm. Do you, I mean, I'm curious as to whether you or any other psychic medium gets a, a sense of like how, why you, or like how, how did this come to you? Where did you get this from? Do you ever ponder those kind of existential questions that are pretty tough to answer for anybody in any, any situation? I guess I have. Um, but I've never really gotten any answers. Mm -hmm. So I'm just, I'm comfortable with knowing that God blessed me with a gift to help others and to support others through whatever they are going through. And I'm comfortable with that. <clears throat> That's awesome. I mean, it's important to be comfortable with what you're doing. And how did you how did you decide that this was what you were going to do as a career? I mean, was there ever any other question? Did you ever think about being, you know, anything else or? Um, I wanted to be a therapist. Mm -hmm. um, but with my health problems, it wasn't something that was going to be attainable. Hmm. Um, I had really severe uh, health problems where half the time I couldn't even walk. So um, that sort of removed that whole thing for me. Um, but I'm actually looking into going back to school and working on that career. Um, but then again, it would be a completely different twist because I'd still be working with spirits. So, I mean, I'd have to open my own office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'd be tough yeah. to, tough to work with anybody else. That's not, uh, not, doesn't have the same gift, right? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So, I mean, but I mean, it sounds like you're a helper. It sounds like you're somebody that, that enjoys helping people and that, that really wants, you know, to put, help put people at ease, I suppose. Is that would that be safe to say? Um, I've always been the helpful person. I've always been the supportive person. Whatever I could do to help, I'll always be there to do it. Um, there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that everything that I've experienced through my entire life, I've gone through um, in order to know what others are going what others are going through. That way I'm able to give them that proper support. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So I guess, can you explain, I'm, it's probably hard to explain, but you, you did give us a little preview, but like, how does a spirit come to you? Is it like a reading or is it a vision? Is it sounds? Is it, uh, is it like feelings? Is, is there any way to explain it to a, a person that doesn't have that type of gift? I could hear voices. I could um, see images. Um, it, it depends on what spirit wants to give me. So sometimes it's like a little video, like a little video clip. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's just images. Sometimes it's the person that the spirit just talking into my ear. Um, I mean, there's no real way of explaining it. I mean, the yeah. Sorry, I think I just messed up there. <laughs> no, that's okay. I think, I mean, it's kind of a an abstract concept for people that, I guess, don't understand it, like myself. But, you know, then again, I don't understand sound waves, and yet they exist. So, like, I don't think that because you can't explain it doesn't mean, it, you know, like, it, it doesn't make me any more skeptical or anything like that. I just, um, I think it would probably be something that's hard to explain. But, I mean, you, you did answer. You, you said that you hear sometimes voices, sometimes you'll see, you know, like, visuals. So, 
I think that's exactly what I was going for. Um, do you, do, do, is your gift ever on demand? Like, can you turn it off or, you, you know, like, is it just something that's always popping up? How does that work? Um, for me personally, um, I've learned how to turn it off. <clears throat> uh, there was a specific, um, situation that happened years ago in, um, a bookstore that made me turn it off. Um, it was such a heavy, um, reading that I had to do. And I mean, it was walking by somebody, the, the person touched me and I ended up getting flashes of their life. And I was being told to approach this woman. And I said, I'm in a bookstore. I'm not going to do this. And of course I said this in my head because mm -hmm. I just sound crazy saying it out loud. <laughs> um, and I turned around and I said, fine, if you want me to approach this woman, prove to me that she believes she got out of the aisle immediately of where she was and headed straight into the spiritual aisle. Hmm. So that basically told me that I had to go and approach her now. I had no choice. So I approached her and it was, it was heavy for me. Um, it was scary. I had to approach this poor woman and let her know that what I did. And then I told her that she had just gotten out of, of an abusive relationship a month ago. Mm -hmm. And I had to let her know that she had two options at this point and spirit wanted to make it very clear to her that since she started talking to him again a week ago, that she's been finding the decision whether to go back to him or not. And I said, unfortunately, if you do go back to him, then the next time anybody will be seeing you is at your funeral because you won't make it. And she just, she fell in tears and I felt awful. I got right down to the floor with her and I was holding her. And then we talked. But that incident right there scared me so much that I I ended up putting a block on um, welcoming spirit. Because that was scary for me. Hmm. It was very intense. Um, so I had put a block on it for um, several years. And I started, um, I started opening back up to it about a year ago, and um, I wouldn't change it. I, I've I've helped so many people, and I mean, I regret closing myself off for so long. So yes, you can turn it off or put a block on it by ignoring it. Hmm. Um, and I mean, if you don't block it, sometimes you end up getting pieces of people's personal information and I don't like to do that so when I'm in public I automatically put a block that way I don't find out about people's personal information oh, that makes sense uh, uh, that yeah. sounds so intense I, I'm an empath type of person and so like I can feel when other people are not feeling good <coughs> I can't imagine like taking on something that's so heavy so I could I could see how that would make you want to put a block on it so, yeah, I'm an empath as well. So I tend to pull everybody's energy, mm -hmm. whether it be negative or, you know, depression or whatever. And 
the difference is, is I end up putting out all my positive energy. So it completely drains me in the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could definitely see that. Yeah, you're you're like an extreme case. <laughs> you gotta, yeah, you gotta hold, you're like a whole different level. So um, <laughs> are there are there good and bad spirits? You know, like, I, I mean, I guess the only the only thing I can think about are, you know, like, I don't know if you ever watch shows about like, demonic possessions and stuff like that like I, I like I don't know where the line is or I don't know is there have you ever encountered a spirit where you're like nope <laughs> I'm not gonna do this um with doing house clearings and house cleanings um okay so I've gone to people's homes that have had uh, demonic spirits in them and I've done clearings um successfully <laughs> Hard, but successfully. Scary, but successful. Mm-hmm. Um, so that there are um, there are evil and there are good. Oh, that's, um, that's interesting. I mean, it, it's not quite as you see on TV. <laughs> well, nothing ever um, is, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. But um, no, I, I, I don't think I'm afraid to, to deal with it either. Hmm. Like, I have a strong enough connection to God that I don't really fear it. Okay. That that was, um, I I put the, when I I told some people on some of the podcasting Facebook groups I'm in that I was going to interview a psychic medium, and I asked for, you know, if anybody had any questions. And actually, somebody did ask about, you know, whether or not you had a relationship with God. So, I don't know if you want to talk about that or if you can touch on that. Um. Throughout my entire life, I have searched to figure out where I belong, religion-wise. Mm-hmm. And I've I've gone and looked at the Catholic Church. I mean, I was born a Catholic. I have checked out um, many, many churches. And I've come to the conclusion, and, and this is only my personal view on it, that everybody's praying to the same God. They just don't realize it. We as humans have easily done separations in everything. We have to separate. That just seems to be something that humans have to do. And I think we've taken God and religion and separated it all into these different categories. But in all reality, we're all praying to the same God. Um, I believe in God. Whatever religion he is, what wherever he is i believe him i believe in him and i follow what he asks of me so doing this gift every time i do this i pray to god i talk to god for about an hour before any reading or any channeling and i make sure that you know god this is your time to shine it's your your thing and i'm only a tool that you're using so it's your time to shine. So <laughs> game's on. <laughs> and um, yeah, so yeah, I do. I do believe in God um, greatly. Okay, that's interesting. It's neat to hear that you've kind of looked around and sought out different. You know, I think that's something that a lot of people do, or um, you know, it's definitely something I've I've done myself and kind of checked out different ones. So I think that's that's pretty neat to hear. So we have a bit of your background, which I think is super interesting, and I appreciate you sharing that. So let's kind of get into why should someone use a psychic medium? Or when, why or when should somebody go visit a psychic medium? 
why or when. Mm-hmm. Um, Is there anybody that shouldn't use one, I guess, as a... <laughs> Okay, so if you're going to um, a psychic, I guess this is the one thing that I have is if you're going to a psychic, don't go because you want to, quote unquote, put a spell on somebody. Do you have people that do that? Has that ever happened to you? (laughs) um, Yeah, I've actually had people ask me if I could create spells, love spells, um, oh no. <laughs> and, and like all these different kind of spells or like, I don't know. It's silly. So you're not a witch doctor. <laughs> you're like, you're not going to do voodoo on somebody. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I, I, I think that's, it's actually funny. Um, <laughs> but if you're needing guidance, if you're needing to, um, to heal, if you've lost somebody and you need closure, I mean, I think that's the one thing I bring to the table the most is closure. Closure, closure that you're not alone. Hmm. Um, your loved ones are very much still part of your life. And they do things around you that people walk around with like blinders and they don't seem to notice the signs that are being put all around you. But spirit is always trying to let you know that they're here with you. So, I mean, if you're looking for closure, absolutely seek help. If um, you're looking for direction and you feel like you're stuck in your life, absolutely. Um, Definitely uh, seek help. I mean, these are all things that I could definitely help with. Um, And, any other um, legit psychic could help with. Okay. I think that's, that's fair. What are, what, what kind of expectations should someone have when they set up an appointment with a psychic medium? Um, kind of expectation. Never have an expectation. Although it's never happened to me as of yet. Um, you could walk into a reading or channeling and spirit doesn't come through. For some reason, it could happen. It's it's never happened to me, but I've heard that it happens. Um, so, I mean, if that happens, then it's not your time. There's, there's a reason behind it. What's the reason? I have no idea. But spirit knows this reason. And maybe it's not the right time for you to have that reading at that time. Hmm. So, if that were to arise, then I would suggest that um, you could either one ask the person that's reading for it. Like if somebody were to ask me, can you like meditate on it or like try and figure out what's going on when I should come back? I could try definitely to see if there's like a specific reason and, you know, meditate on it to see if I could get an answer. Hmm. Um, but it's never really happened. So go in without expectation, just in case that would ever happen to you. Um, But in all reality, it's never happened to me. I've, I've always, I've always had somebody receive. So, I mean, your expectation could be over the top. I mean, you could connect and have the most 
amazing connection that you've ever had. But as I said, you could end up with nothing as well. And like, I've always feared that nothing part, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not, I mean, I would imagine it's not like a phone. Like you can't like, if so, like, let's say, let's say if I went to you, obviously like the person that's closest to me that's gone would be my mom. So obviously I'd want to hear something about her, but I mean, if it's, is it possible that maybe my mom wouldn't come through, but somebody else like my grandpa or my brother-in-law or something like, you know, is that, is that a possibility? Do you think that would make people disappointed in that as well? Um, I, I've seen people disappointed. I've, I've had people come for readings and they really wanted to connect to a certain somebody and that person was not there to connect to. <clears throat> um, instead that person's aunt was there to connect to, which there was a bit of disappointment, but they were happy as well. And then when they realized why, um, their mother was not there to connect to them, um, they were actually relieved because their mother, um, his mother, which had passed away, was appointed to protect his, his daughter. Hmm. So she had not come through in the reading because she, she's, she's protecting his daughter. Um, so yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. So you're saying don't have any expectations when you go in, just try to try to relax and, and just be present in the moment for it. Yeah, just be happy. I mean, you're you're going you're going to get a connection. You know, mm-hmm. I, I like I said, I've never had a situation happen where I've had no connections. So, to me, anybody that comes to me, I am like 99.99999% sure that there'll be a connection. But whatever needs to be known to you, you'll receive as a message. I see. Okay. Well, that's interesting. What What do you think you'd do if you were talking to somebody and you didn't have any kind of connection? Wow. Um, I think I think that I would. Um, I think that I would offer to to meditate on it. I mean, I'd be sure that with the fact that. I have this hour conversation with God, the God would let me know that it's not happening. Um, I, I have no idea. Like, I, I'm sure that I would offer to meditate to find out if there's a better time or if there's a reason why. And I would try and, and see what happens through that. Hmm. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know what I would do in that situation. Yeah. It sounds like it'd be a tough one. All right. Well, you know, hopefully it doesn't happen to you. <laughs> yeah, it would be awkward. Yeah, I bet. Um, I'm always curious. This is a, another question that came from the Facebook groups. But, you know, in most professions, people are constantly doing things to uh, take courses or studies to make them better at what they do. So is there anything that you can do for yourself to develop your skills or to make sure that you're continuing to sharpen your, you know, your connections or your skills? Um, I think there's always room to improve. Um, I, I do do a lot of readings. Um, I, I try and keep myself um, filled with positivity. I do meditate. Um, and, and I talk to God an awful lot. And if you're outside at 4 o'clock in the morning and you're passing through the, my backyard park, 
you're going to hear me talking to God. Don't think I'm weird, please. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, there's, I don't think there's any real ways to sharpen your tools, I guess. Um, it just is. Like, I, I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm a tool from God. Okay. You know, I'm just a vessel. Yeah. Sure. Now you said you when when spirit like in the in the bookstore example, you said that spirit was, you know, kind of encouraging you to go approach this person and you were talking back to them in your head. So you do that in your head, but when you talk to God, you talk out loud. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I'll talk to you. Uh, listen. If I'm out in public walking in a shopping mall <laughs> and I got something to say to God, I'm going to say it to him in my head. All right, all right. Because I don't need people thinking I'm crazy. <laughs> you know. That's There's that fine line, <laughs> and I'm not about to cross it. Um, but no, I'll talk out loud to spirits. I'll talk out loud to God. It just depends on the time and place, I guess. Yeah. That makes sense. So, like, you, you mentioned you don't want people thinking you're crazy. So um, now that we've we've put that out there, you know, I'm sure that you've had your fair share of critics. Oh, actually, I have... Um, in the past few weeks, I've had somebody that's decided that he would try and make my life a living, a living H-E-L-L. And um, he's called me 86 times in one hour, left me several, several, several messages. And um, knocking me down, telling me I'm fake, I should be ashamed of myself. What kind of a person are you? Um, and then saying a lot of really bad words attached to that. Um, That's horrible, by the way. I'm sorry to hear that. It is. It is. But you know what? Skeptics will be skeptic. And if you're a skeptic and you want to ask me questions, absolutely ask away. I will answer your questions to the best of my knowledge. But don't just sit there and put flames under me and prepare to burn me at the stake. Um, I accept that there are skeptics and everybody's allowed to have their own point of view. Um, but it'll allow me the chance to explain myself to you. Um, allow me the chance to perhaps give you a new look on it. I don't accept, I expect you to accept what I do. Or believe in what I do, but just don't attack me. Just allow me the chance to explain fairly. Yeah, I think. Well, I think that's a. I think that's a fair, you know, request of people. So, like you kind of touched on it earlier, but how can people tell if they're going to a psychic medium that they're consulting? Is it is it legitimate or are they fraudulent? Like, how can somebody, like you said, you kind of touched on it earlier, but just give give us the quick like. Uh, rundown of how somebody would know whether or not they found a good one well if you walk into the room and the person starts reading you and there's pulling for information trying to oh i feel i i feel something i i feel hmm is, is it is it the letter i i feel the letter v v v <laughs> oh my father's name is brian oh yes b b that's it yes b. that's right that's what if i meant get to say that kind of situation don't pay just walk out honestly you're being taken so for for you to sit there and pay them i mean you're you're allowing them to continue playing people as fools 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I Well, when I put that out there on Facebook, I had a lot of people asking about like, you know, ask her what she thinks about cold reading versus warm reading or, you know, like because that's something that kind of uh, has been, you know, the whole cold reading thing has been out there as, as that's what these people are doing. So and it's it's what you were describing from what I, you know, from what I've researched on cold reading, it's people being like, yes, uh, something something happened to you or no, no, maybe it didn't happen to you, but it happened to to somebody and there was a dog. No, wait, a cat. No, wait, it was a person like that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, you want to stay away from that. Okay. Like far, far, far away from that. Um, what I have, what I personally have a hard time with is um, people will ask me, why are you reading out of a book? So, but I'm not reading out of a book. A lot of people who call themselves psychics and, and mediums will buy these tarot cards, which I have, um, and they'll learn what the card is and the meaning behind the card. And then they'll do a reading with you. But in all reality, they're reading to you what's in the book. Is that really what you need? You know what I mean? For me, when I'm doing a reading, I'm using the tarot cards because let's say one card uh, reflects on love, one on finance. Well, I'm opening the page to that book and to that card, and I'm waiting for words to actually bold and pop out at me and that's how I know where I'm going with your reading I do not um memorize cards and memorize book um what's in the book that's not what I'm about I'm about I'm about giving you a real reading so if a reading is purely what's written in the book then you're not really getting getting a reading so I mean kind of fake Oh, so, because you said that was part of your visual, like you said that words will sometimes pop out at you. That's right. Okay. And that's how I do it. Like the words will pop out to me. And that's, I mean, I don't want to read to you out of a book. I mean, I could easily just give you the book and say, here, do your own cards. That's the thing. Like if somebody doesn't believe in a psychic medium, I have a hard time believing that they believe in tarot cards either. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like they... I feel like if somebody's going to question you about the book, then they probably were going to question you about anything. Yeah, well, um, the lady was under the impression that that's how the reading was supposed to be. Oh. And I explained to her before that I'm not reading because she saw me open the book and looking into the book. Mm-hmm. So she thought that I was reading the book. So I even turned the book towards her and I said, here, have a brief look. Have I talked about any of this stuff whatsoever. And she's like, actually, no, she actually read the entire page. She said, no, you haven't. I said, this word popped up. She said, yes. I said, this word popped up. I said, these are the words that led me into your reading. I said, I don't memorize a book. That's not what it's about. Spirit is guiding this reading has nothing to do with the book. The book is just a tool to help me, um, know that I'm going in the right direction because I know that this card actually covers love and I know this one covers this and that. So it just narrows things down. Hmm. Makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I don't know if anybody's ever asked you about 
taking their their scientific tests out there or I know that there are even like certification boards we're, we are both in Canada um, but you know, you know there are different certification boards I think in different countries but has anybody ever talked to you about that what are your thoughts on those types of things either the scientific test or um, the certification board I think this is actually the first time I've actually really heard about it mm-hmm. um, but I mean, okay, so as far as science, they're there to basically tell me that I'm fake because they look at things scientifically and not reality. You know what I mean? They have to have, like, there has to be a reason behind everything with their thing. I'd be willing to do the testing, though. Heck, that would make kind of fun. But, I mean, I'm scared because, like, what if they actually figure out that hey yeah she's real and then they want to like dissect the brain or something (laughs) (laughs) but no that could be interesting yeah that would be terrifying (laughs) (laughs) yeah there was a guy out there um he he wanted to offer i think he offered well they're not doing it anymore but he wanted to offer people like a million dollars if they could prove that they had these abilities and and nobody's ever you know past his test so like I said he's not doing it anymore I can't I don't have the name of his name uh, James Randy he's like a he's been around since I don't know the 60s or the 70s and he's a he's a well-known debunker and so he's offered this this reward but um, I was just curious as to what you thought about you know people asking for scientific proof or anything like that James Randy mm-hmm. mm. okay I'm writing that down yeah, because uh, I'm actually curious now. Yeah, um, let's see what happens. I'll see if I could uh, contact him somehow. Yeah, <laughs> and see how ridiculous his testing is. Because yeah. I mean, obviously, you must have found somebody that could pass the test. I mean, there are real people out there that have this gift. For sure. So I mean, <laughs> unless it's absolutely outlandish what he's asking for I'll, I'll peek into it and I'll, I'll get back to you and see what what comes of it sounds good <laughs> now I've had people ask things like you know if if you have this ability or you know if if, if it's as vivid, as vivid as you say it is then why couldn't you say like win the lottery right <laughs> <laughs> can I win the lottery come on now I want to <laughs> um, that's just not how it works um, I, I mean, everybody would be winning the lottery if that were the situation, right? Um, but no, I think um, I think spirit is mainly there to to guide you in the right direction and to validate um, validate things for you. Uh, I don't think they're there to give you the lottery tickets, unfortunately. I don't know why that is, um, but it's a popular question. Um, I've been asked it a lot. Um, unfortunately, yeah, it doesn't work. I don't know why, though. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you mentioned that there is this this man who's been harassing you. Does that make you any less, does that make you want to share your gift any less? Or does that make you more answer, apprehensive to put yourself out there? Or how do you personally, like, not as a, on a psychic medium level, but like as a human being, like, how do you deal with that? Well, um, okay. so a while back, um, I had um, 
a reading with a client as she she's actually a regular client and she's the one that told me to push and come out with my gift more I used to be very secretive about it and only do it for random people I wasn't out there um because of her I felt it was the time for me to push out and branch out and just share my gift widely with people Hmm. um having this man attack me um I do admit that on a couple of occasions I've wanted to just shut everything down and hide in a hole I've cried (laughs) um I've definitely cried. Uh, it's it emotionally tears me down because I'm also an empath, mm-hmm. and I take everything um, I take everything to heart. So they may be mad at somebody else that hurt them or wronged them, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But it hurts me. It hurts my soul that they could have that much hate, anger, and frustration inside of them. And honestly, if they were in front of me, I wish I could just hug them and make them feel loved and cared and take away whatever hurt they have that makes them so angry. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you. I didn't mean to get. I I usually do make people cry on my podcast, but it's totally not. (laughs) It's it's okay. (laughs) It's totally not intentional. Um, Well, I mean. You know, I think you can take some solace in knowing that he's probably just a troll and it's not you personally. He would do that to anybody in your position. And so he's probably just an angry, angry man. And it's nice that you would want to to hug him and try to make him feel better. Well, he was all like, oh, well, the police can't touch me. And how do you feel? And you're fake and you're fraud. But what he didn't realize is I actually went to the police. (laughs) And I've been having my numbers um, traced, and he hasn't called since I put a little uh, a little thing on my Facebook on my Facebook page talking about um, how this has been happening. He hasn't called back, which I find hilarious because now the police are trying to trace him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he's obviously just a troll. So let's yeah. not let's not let's not feed him anymore. He doesn't need any of that. Well, I'm and I'm sorry. Like I said, I'm sorry to hear that that's happened to you. I know, I do know based on me posting this question on some of my Facebook groups, I do know that there's a fair share of of people that that feel that way. And then there there are a lot of people that you know don't and really do like believe in the work that you do and appreciate the type of work that you do so i guess as in anything you have to take the good and and leave the bad right yeah that was one of my mom's that was one of my favorite pearls of wisdom from my mom she said you you have to take the best and leave the rest so we'll do that with that guy um so a little bit more about the reading then what constitutes a good reading like how do you know that the reading went well or like how what does the person feel or Reading or channeling, sorry, either way. Um, when a person comes to see me, you could see that um, a weight has been lifted off of them. They, they, they feel a little bit more peace. Um, they feel more comfortable with themselves. And they feel relieved that either if they're here for advice for the future or if they're going in the right path, or just to figure out what's blocking them in their lives, 
um, it always relieves them. Like you could see a person come in and you could see it in their face. And then when you're done, it's like they're leaving my house with a smile. Mm. And that's always nice. It's always, always nice. And I love channeling and channeling is my specialty. Mm. I love being able to connect loved ones with those who have passed. I feel honored to be used in in that process of healing. Mm -hmm. And then I feel the love that's shared between these, these people. And it's like, sometimes it just makes me a little bit jealous, you know, just, wow, that's a lot of love. Like you're, you're, you're lucky. And it's just, I don't know, to see somebody being able to, to heal from losing a loved one and, and to really know that their loved one is with them. Like it's, it's amazing. Yeah, it sounds powerful. That's it is. I also feel like that as a podcast host, but it's not because I have any special connection. It's just because I get to connect with people and help them share their stories. So it's a little, it's a little on a different level for me. But I, I, I understand the feeling. So you're still doing a really good job. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, do you ever follow up with people, or do people ever follow up with you after after they've had a channeling or a reading? Uh, vice versa. Um, if I've had somebody walk away and they have like a lot of things going on, um, I'll tend to like message them to see how they're doing. Um, and I've had many people call me back. Oh, remember when you gave me the initial C? Yeah. Well, that person, it was CG and this person is now in my life and and we're together now. And you know, I'll, I'll get a whole bunch of remember how you said this or remember how you said that? And yeah, people always figure it out and they tend to message me to let me know. I think that's really neat. I think that would, I think that for me, that would be probably like the best part is that, you know, that like you've impacted somebody or that, you know, they've appreciated what you've done. So, so I think that's neat. My life is about helping others, whether I'm doing it through readings or channeling or volunteering, or um, doing um, fundraisers. I've always been the person to be there and help people and support them and guide them and just be there for them. So this is why my life has been, this is what my life is. There's nothing else of my life that I would want any different, you know? That's beautiful. Well, now I know that you know grief, like you said, you, you, I mean, gosh, your own father passed away when you were so little. So how, what do you think your role is in the grieving process when people come to you? How do you find yourself, you know, inserted into that? We've, you've touched on it a little bit, how you feel like you, you do help and play a part in that but Um, I believe that when somebody comes to me and wants to connect to a loved one that has passed, um, Having their loved one um, speak to me to relay messages, um, it's powerful. And you realize that even though you felt like they were gone, they're not. And they surround you every single day. So for me to be able to share these things, um, 
And with people, I feel blessed. I, I do. I mean, it's such an honor to be able to give a person what they need to hear from spirit in order to carry on and know that no matter what, their loved one is still with them, behind them, watching them, caring for them. I had a reading just last week where it was a father and he was coming through and he was telling mom, okay, well, there's this wrong with, with our, our youngest and you have to watch out for this and this and that. And then for our oldest son, like he, he's fine. Like he's struggling a little bit, but he, he'll be good. And for you, you really need to watch out for this and this and that. And, and then he stopped and touched her relationship and asked her, what, what are you doing? The, you know that this is not a relationship for you. And he let her know that he will handpick that one special man for her that she doesn't have to be afraid to be alone and, and don't just settle for what's there. And, and to be able to be part of that, just, it's magical. Hmm, I could see that. Do you, do you ever think a loved one like gets it wrong though? Like, I, I don't know. Sometimes I think once, sometimes we glorify loved ones once they're gone, you know, because all we want to do is remember the good things about them. But I mean, me personally, I think there. I love my mom. My mom was amazing, and I think she's the most incredible human being ever to have lived. But I also think that there are a few things that she was wrong about <laughs> with me, and so I'm wondering, like, do you do you ever? Does anybody ever leave a reading being like, "Well, I guess I could see how my dad would say that, but I still think he's wrong." <laughs> you know what? People have that opinion, and and that's fine. You're you're allowed to. I mean, their spirit, they're just being given a way to express their point of view. But if they're able to help you and guide you in the right direction, then that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I agree. Have you hey, have you ever personally had any of your family members come to you in spirit form? <laughs> I wish. Okay. So, um I've had my daughter, I've seen my daughter. My daughter passed away. Um she was she was a stillborn, and she was taken out on my birthday. Oh, um, I still see her. Um, I don't really communicate with her because she doesn't really talk to me, but I'll see her. I'll see um, my dog that passed away. Um, I've seen my father show up at the end of my bed. But for me to have, quote unquote, the um, psychic medium experience, I don't get it for myself. Hmm. So I don't get the same advice that you guys get. I was I was curious. The reason I asked is because I, first of all, I think that's super interesting. And I'm really sorry to hear about your daughter. But I was curious, like, like I wonder if you saw my mom, would she be the same as she was to me, you know, like in life? Like, would she have that same, like, vibrancy or or is it just messages I, i'm curious and i don't even know if you could answer that but that was just a, a question that popped in my head um if your mom came through then she would either be like when i'm seeing her i'm gonna like if i'm seeing her visually then i would see her as 
what you remember her at her best. Oh, okay. So, like, because she, she died from cancer. So, like, the last time I saw her was awful. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, you know, when she died, that was terrible. So, I and I never, like, if I have dreams about her and stuff, I don't ever remember her. Uh, they're never, like, from that moment. They're always from, like, better times, you know, like, when she was at her best, like you said. Okay, so um, I'm going to let you know now that you've just said what you've said when I dream of her. Mm-hmm. So you, you do have conversations with her in your dreams? I do. They don't happen as frequently as they did before. But um... Meditate and put yourself in that mind frame before going to bed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you know that means that you are actually communicating with your mom through your dreams. I feel like that. Your mom's spirit is actually there with you. It's not just a dream. I feel like that. And I like ever since like it hasn't happened it, when it when she first passed away, it happened a lot. And I was I was like, OK, cool. This is going to it's going to be like this. You know, like we're, we're going to talk like this. And she told me that she would do that. Um, my mom was pretty spiritual as well. And she told me that she would come to me in different forms uh, to communicate with me. And and so but now that I don't have dreams as often, I'm like, am I doing something wrong? Does she not want to talk to me? <laughs> like. Um, and it like, you know, if she feels that you're heading in the right direction and you're doing everything right, then you don't need her as much. You know what I mean? Okay. So you still you'll still meet up with her and and talk to her. But if you're doing everything, if you're going down the right path, then there is no need for her to be there too because you're doing well. I mean, emotionally, you're doing better. Oh, I see. So, because I always feel so good, I wake up and I wake up and I'm like, yes, mom, you know, like we talked and I feel much better about it. So you're saying in order for me to talk to her, I need to start going down the wrong path. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's not do that. I'm sure mom will still come and see you. I'm sorry, mom. Ann told me I got to right. <laughs> I got to turn to a life of crime. It's like a whole thing. <laughs> Yeah, let's not go there. <laughs> All right, I won't. I won't. I'm sorry. I'm just teasing you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but no. no okay, so when she comes to me, it's because I need her. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, you know, don't stay away too long, Mom. We could, you know, even though I'm even though I'm in a good place, I can still use a chat every now and then. Uh, <laughs> just meditate at night. I do. Sometimes I do. I, I like if there are days where I'm like, I really need to talk to her. I'll like try to like, I'll be like, come on, mom. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll try to, I'll try to will her to come into my dream, but I can, I can try to meditate. So <laughs> do you have like a okay. most rewarding me or rewarding reading or channeling that you've done for somebody? The most rewarding um, was actually not too long ago it was um it was a childhood friend that found me and uh it was it was kind of scary for me because like I felt like oh my god I'm being put to the test here it's like an old friend so I went there and as soon as we set the appointment I started getting messages from um a female um spirit and then when I got there, um, we had gone outside to ha- to have uh, to have a little talk before we started, and um, I started right away. And I'm like, 
you know, your, your little one has stomach problems and I'm pointing to exactly where the problems were. Anyhow, come through the whole channeling session. Her mother was very much there. We did not need cards whatsoever. And the most touching, and I do mean the most touching part of the entire reading was I was reading, I was like talking to her. And then all of a sudden, the mother's voice said, it's time. And I looked at the at the clock and I said, it's time. And then I looked at the client and she was crying. And she goes, it's time. Her mother had passed at that exact moment. Whoa. One year prior. And to feel all the energy and the love that was in that room was unbelievable to be allowed to just to be given the gift able to sit there with them to reconnect was just truly touching and amazing i'm sorry that's okay it sounds like it really it really got to you in a good way like in a and that's it sounds like an amazing kind of thing to be able to connect with somebody that you've been friends with and help her connect with somebody that she loves so much, you know? It was, it was, um, it was truly amazing and it was inspirational. And I mean, it, it was, yeah, it was something else. It, it has, that has to be the most powerful experience that I have been allowed to experience for sure that's awesome (laughs) so that has to make you feel really good and I I would imagine that your friend felt really you know good from that like you said you you could just feel the love and and all of that so I think that's amazing so I'll let you like gather your yourself there for a minute because it sounds like it's really intense for you but I (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I appreciate, I, appreciate, I appreciate you sharing and opening up and, and I'm sure it's not very easy to put yourself out there and to, you know, to hold all this energy. So I definitely appreciate that. But I guess it's for me to know just advice for somebody who's going through grieving or even people that aren't sure about, you know, like, it's really interesting. The first interview I ever did, I remember for the podcast. I remember one of the ladies, the lady that I was interviewing said that just because your mom's gone doesn't mean your relationship with her has to stop. And I'm not entirely sure that I ever considered that. I mean, I still feel like I have a relationship with my mom. I write letters to her. Um, My mom was like the master of the Christmas update letter, you know, like the, (laughs) like the one that's like, awesome. yeah, this is the, this is what Jesse did this year. This is what Sarah did this year. And so, um, the way that I journal, I, I'm not super great at just journaling, um, but I do write her the update letter every once in a while, you know, to kind yeah. of to kind of just commu- connect with her and communicate with her. And I do. I ask her for guidance all the time. I I do feel like she visits me in 
certain forms are like hummingbirds were always a thing for her. So every time I see a hummingbird, it just reminds me that she's there and that she's with me. And every single person I've talked to on the podcast, I'm trying to think if there are any exceptions, but every single person that I've talked to believes that their mother has communicated with them in some form or other. Some people see, you know, a cardinal in their backyard and they're like, oh, there's mom. You know, that's that's her. That's my thing. Your cardinals? A a red cardinal is uh, my adoptive grandmother. Oh, wow. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. So, I mean, like everybody that I've talked to on my podcast feels that way. I'm sure that there are people that don't like I feel like my husband would probably not feel that way just because he's he's like super scientific. He doesn't he's just not open to that and that's fine like if people aren't that's fine um but most most people that I know I think I'm sure my sister feels that way too you know even though my sister's super scientifically minded I think she feels like mom you know will come to her in one form or another so I guess just any piece of advice that you have for somebody that's that's going through the grieving process and wondering you know is she still with me are they still thinking about me are they still you know, what would you be able to tell somebody like that? Just remember that you're never alone. Even though they're not with you in flesh, they're with you in spirit. They're there for you every single day, every single step, every battle that you have to go through. They're holding you through it. Every time you sit down and you cry, they're there holding you. You're never alone. And talk to them. Talk to them openly because they hear you. And they'll give you signs. Never feel as though you're alone or you've lost somebody. They've just, they've just moved on to another life form. Hmm. They're still there with you. And they still love you very much. Oh, I think that's really nice. Have you, have you, on a, as a side note, have you seen the movie Coco? Coco, no. Oh, it's beautiful. It's um, it's a it's a new Disney Pixar movie. It's about it, basically it's about Dios de los Muertos, the uh, the Day of the Dead. Um, okay, it's beautiful. It's I I just went and saw it last weekend and um, with my kids and it. I cried like I was the only adult in the theater. <laughs> it's mostly kids, and I was just like bawling my eyes out the whole, nearly the whole movie because it was just I thought it was so beautiful and it was about um, I don't I don't know if you've ever looked into the. Dia de los Muertos, but I just thought I think the whole tradition of it's even really just beautiful and cool. So anyway, if you like Disney movies, go see Coco. It's really cool. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go see it. <laughs> you, you might you might cry, but like it's fine. If That's I okay. if I was in the same theater as you, I'd be like bawling my eyes out. And I'll I'm sure I'll go see it again, and I'm sure I'll cry the whole way through again because it was beautiful. But um, that was beautiful advice, and I really appreciate it. So. Really quick, if somebody, you know, I don't know, like we're both local here in Ottawa, even though we're doing this um, this reading over, the, or not the reading, sorry, this interview over the phone. But if somebody does want to get a hold of you, or I don't know if you do readings, uh, you know, from far away, but how would somebody get in touch with you and find out more about what you're doing? Um, if you wanted to get in touch with me, uh, you could reach me at... Um, H-T-T-P-S, <laughs> sorry, this is my email, <laughs> dot, dot, slash, slash, accurate reading, she, dot, wixsite.com, slash, my site. 
Okay, so I will put a link to that in the show notes. Um, when people listen to the podcast, they can go into the show notes and I'll put a link to that. So if people want to link to that. Um, but do you have the ability to do readings from farther away or is that something that you're looking into? Um, I've actually uh, told somebody that I would try and perform a, um, a reading over Skype. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, definitely. I'm looking into uh, furthering myself. So let's see if Skype works. Sure, sure. Okay, well, cool. So I'll put all that in the show notes. And is there any other like projects or anything that you're working on? Just give you a chance to, to do a little promotion, anything like that? I'll be doing readings and channeling on Saturday, January 13th, between 11 and 4 in Wakefield, Quebec. So if you'd like to come and join us, um, it's at the Chrysalis. That's awesome. Okay. So yeah. so if people want to meet you and they're local to us here in Ottawa, uh, they can see you in Wakefield, Quebec. They can contact you on the website. And um, Anne, I want to thank you so much for coming on here and doing this. I know it can't, it can't be easy to come on here and open yourself up. And um, I appreciate you sharing that with everybody. So thanks for coming on. Thank you. You too. It was um, really great meeting you and I hope that we could connect again so there you have it I want to thank you for listening to this episode of pearls from my mom and I want to thank Anne for coming on and talking about her gift I when I started this whole thing I really was neither here nor there on the topic of psychics and after talking with Anne she seems like she's a very genuine human being She feels, you know, it seems to me like she really truly believes in her gift and that she's helping people. And really, you know, I guess that's all you can ask for in another human being is that they're doing their service and they feel like they're doing it well. So if you really want to know my opinion, uh, you know, maybe you do, maybe you don't. I think that the grieving process is really difficult for everybody that goes through it in different ways. And if somebody wants to seek the help, of a psychic medium to be connected to their loved one and they feels like that they feel like that helps them then I would say more power to them I would say that it's really none of anybody else's business what somebody does to help themselves through the grieving process as long as it's not destructive and I would definitely argue that nothing that happens here with psychic mediums is destructive so that's my opinion on it my other opinion I I would probably go see one, you know, again, I'm like I said, in the beginning, I'm intensely curious, I would like to know more about things that I don't know about. So I don't see why I wouldn't go and just, you know, maybe, maybe it would be a fun experience, who knows, but I'm open minded enough to to be open to that possibility. So if you have any questions about the show, or if you want to give me feedback, please feel free to email me. My email is pearlsfrommymom at gmail.com. Again, my name's Jesse. And if you want to just hop on to, you know, the old Apple podcasts or whichever podcast catcher you're using and give me a nice review, that'd be awesome. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to get in touch with me. I've got a Facebook group. I've got the Instagram, the Twitter, all that stuff. So please feel free to reach out. And like I said, next week, we'll be back with another episode, uh, regular, regular format talking to a wonderful lady who is going to be telling us about her mom. So until then, happy new year. And I can't wait to, uh, to chat with y'all again. And as always, keep sharing to keep the legacy alive.